0: This podcast engages in conversations about human trafficking, sexual abuse, and sexual exploitation that may be sensitive for some. Thank you for listening. During her junior year of college, 19-year-old Christine Gillette visited Bangkok, Thailand. While there with her team, Christine witnessed the sexual exploitation of girls in the red light district. Christine became passionate about raising awareness for human trafficking and wanted to do something about this issue. What began as an audacious dream for Christine would eventually become Freedom 424, which is a global effort to bring freedom and justice for trafficked and exploited women and children. On today's episode, we have quite a few guests, including Ryan and Cassie Smith. Ryan and Cassie have been generous donors of Freedom 424 since 2015. They are a part of our Freedom 424 ally program. So we're going to hear a little bit about their heart behind why they're donors and how they're making an impact in their family and community. First, we're going to hear from Jacqueline now. Jacqueline is the creative uh, communications director here at Freedom 424. We're going to hear about her heart behind our new compelled campaign, Her Justice, My Burden. Jacqueline, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. This is so exciting. We're going to be talking about um, the new Compelled campaign that Freedom 424 just kickstarted, and you are kind of the brains behind it. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely something that's been on my heart, and I'm excited to see it come to life. So, how long have you been in your
0: role of Director of Communications and Marketing here at Freedom 424?
1: Yeah, so I started in September of just last year, 2019. Um, So it's been about nine months um, of being in this role. So still new to it all. Um, It's really cool, though, how God has led me to this point. I actually interned with Freedom 424 in college um, in summer of 2016 and got to go to Uganda and visit Christine's house during my internship. And even before that, um, I think it was in 2010, when it all had just started, I ordered a t shirt. I was living in Orlando, Florida at the time, and it was a t shirt fundraiser. So my right. siblings were right. at liberty um during that time and we were like, Jacqueline, there's this really cool organization. And that was all the time when I became aware of human trafficking, felt that burden on my heart and that call f- at, at a young age, about fifteen years old. So it's so cool to see how it's come full circle and now I'm I'm working here. It's surreal, it's a dream job. So
0: your major at school was it communications? It
1: actually was psychology.
0: Interesting. So how have you seen psychology play in with your current role at Freedom?
1: Yeah, um, in a few different ways. So I studied psychology with a focus in addictions and recovery. Um, so that deals a lot with drug addictions and sexual addictions, sexual abuse. And I did that because at the time I thought I wanted to counsel um, for like trafficking victims um, And then just learning more. God directed me more in the communications route and psychology is understanding people and communication is understanding people to communicate to them effectively. So it's really cool how it all works together.
0: Now with what you're doing here at Freedom 424, what do you find most valuable about your work or, or what are you most proud of with what you're doing?
1: I think for me, something that's always been so meaningful is being able to every day when I come into work, connect to how it's helping people. Um, For those of you who know Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram three wing two. That's right, Um, you are. Yes. Yes, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. And threes, um, their basic fear is being worthless. Um, And that's like so depressing sounding, but it's true. It's like, if I don't feel like I have worth and to give value to this world, that's a very terrible feeling for me. And then that wing two is the desire to serve people, to help people, to make sure they know they're loved and to be loved. Um, and I think every day in this job, I think it aligns so much with my personality. And of course, God knows that. And that's why he's brought me to this point. But every day I know what I'm doing truly helps people and I can connect the lines. I'm trying to effectively communicate God's heart for injustice in hopes that people will act, give, and we can help You know, the victims and survivors, the partners on the front lines, take them in and restore them and heal them. Um, and it's such a direct correlation. So Mm -hmm. that gives me so much value in my work. Mm -hmm. And I think even more like going on trips, um, to our partners, that connects the dots so well. I went to Thailand, um, in November of last year and just seeing the reality of it all, I came back so fired up. I'm like, I am unashamed to say people, we need money to fight this. Like it Mm -hmm. takes money to fight money. Joy, our president Mm -hmm. always says, you know, human trafficking profits, 150 billion a year, it takes money to fight money. Um, and I think just Mm -hmm. seeing that on the front lines, it brings so much value to what we do and the reality of it. And I love that I can connect those lines every single day. Jacqueline, how did you,
0: um, come up with the idea of compelled? Can you tell us a little bit about where that idea came from and how you created it and the heart behind it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in my personal life, the past few months, um, God has really shown me his heart for justice. Um, you know, being in a role where you're fighting injustice, it's it's discouraging at times. And you're like, all right, God, are you in this? And when you read through scripture, like his heart is for the oppressed, the poor, um, the ones who are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started to understand that even more. And it just made everything make more sense of why we do what we do and why we're called and compelled to do more. And it started with the thought of God, how can Freedom 424 communicate your heart for justice that compels people to act? I can't compel them to act. It's only you that can do that in the work of your Holy Spirit. So that's kind of how the idea started. Um, going cause the compelled tagline is her justice, my burden. And, right. mm-hmm. um, I started, you know, researching what does justice look like in the Bible? What's the difference between worldly justice and biblical justice? And just from researching a little bit, I didn't even dive that deep into it. There's so much more to know, but there's the justice that punishes um, for wrongdoing, you know, and then there's the justice that is restorative. And God obviously is, is just in all ways, but the restorative justice was so intriguing to me because it seeks out the vulnerable and assures that they're heard, that they're safe, that they receive justice. So it's more than just you've done wrong and now you're punished. It's seeking out, going a step further, and taking steps to advocate for the vulnerable and change social structures. You know, to mm. prevent injustice. So, yeah. um, and then going with Galatians six two, you know, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. Like. Her justice is my burden because the Bible tells me to carry your burden, you know, and Mm -hmm. how else are we supposed to make an impact if we don't make like courageously make their burden our burden? And that's an inconvenient way of life. It's a difficult way of life. You're dealing with brokenheartedness, with sadness, with darkness, but that's what God has called us to do. You know, we're not supposed to live these comfortable lives. Um, And when we can realize the freedom Christ has given us, it compels us to courageously make their burden, our burden, what they face, we can relate. And we will never be able to fully relate, but we can do something about it. So that's where the whole idea of compelled comes from, just being compelled to courageously make her justice my burden. How can I take that on? You know what, Jacqueline, you sharing all
0: of this right now, I can hear the passion in your voice, the passion for what you're doing, and the passion for the lives that you are saving from afar. So I, I applaud you for that because you are dedicated to what you're doing in so many ways, and I think that's beautiful.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you, when you ask God to break your heart for what breaks yours, this is what happens. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it hurts, but it's good. And it's uncomfortable, and it's stuff that you
0: don't really want to listen to or pay attention to because it's so painful sometimes, would you yeah, say? absolutely. Yeah. The campaign compelled her uh, Justice My Burden How are you personally carrying her burden?
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think for people, I hate to say people like us, but when the people who are like able to fight for this injustice in their nine to five, I think you definitely take, um, the burden there in, in your daily tasks and your daily work. Like, you know, I, I get to be her voice, um, on social media in emails and all the messaging. So I think that way I definitely carry that burden and showing people the injustice that's happening in hopes that they will do something about it. Um, but even more personally, my, um, in my own family, my husband and I, um, this is so close to our hearts, um, fighting human trafficking. And, um, about two years ago, uh, we felt God call us to, um, start a small business. My husband, Taylor, is a woodworker and he loves building furniture and different things. And we were able to um, create this business that, yes, like builds furniture, which is something he's passionate about, but a percentage of all profits goes to fight human trafficking. And Mm -hmm. I think personally, we're carrying that burden in, 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 in our own business and hoping like It's so encouraging to know like, all right, the more we can sell, the more we can make, the more we're helping people. And I want businesses to be able to fit that into their model. Like it's so fulfilling each and every day when you're like, does this even matter? Is this even working? Um, And I think carrying the burden is difficult, but it's a fulfilling act and God made it that way because he knows we need to help people. So he makes it a very fulfilling process. So I think obviously with me at Freedom 424, I'm carrying that burden, but even in my my own family, me and my husband are able to carry that in our jobs as well.
0: So almost in a way, what you've been doing here at Freedom 424 has almost just, you know, trickled down into every other aspect of your life. Yeah, absolutely. What, what exactly do you hope to gain from this new campaign? Maybe, maybe, you know, what do you hope to gain personally? What do you hope to gain as an organization with this new compelled campaign?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, <laughs> what we hope to, to gain may not always happen, but we will do our best and pray hard and and hopes that it all, all comes together. Um, I would love for people to understand God's heart for justice, to make it their own. Um, and that would... Compel. I mean, the name speaks for itself, you know. Like her, justice, her justice, my burden. But that they'd be compelled to, whether it's become a a four two four ally or monthly giver program, or go on a trip, or run for their lives in a five k, go to our gala. Just I, our founder, Christine, always said, "Freedom four twenty four has always given someone." People to do a little or a lot, but nothing is not an okay answer. We all have something we can do, wow. and that's what I would hope people would see this campaign and know okay, what can I do? Even if it's small, we're not asking for you know these monumental things, it, it's in the small things that we can really make a difference. Back to what you were saying, this is this
0: was earlier in, in our conversation. You made the comment that it takes money to fight money mm-hmm. because human trafficking is a huge industry, mm-hmm. so is there ever a part of your job that feels daunting with what you're
1: doing? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, I think we all, all fight, um, that daunting feeling. Um, I think in a lot of ways it's, it's a feeling that makes us stronger and and push harder. Um, and I can see it, it being a few different ways. So the daunting fact of like, you know, we're fighting an evil and that's, that's a tough thing to, to do. Um, It takes money to fight money and we're up against um, darkness and sadness. But like another word of of daunting is, you know, there's discouraging moments too. Um, And I think what I've realized is you can be both encouraged by your work and I'm discouraged at the same time and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read, I don't remember who posted this on social media, but recently mm-hmm. it was going around and it said a bunch of different things, but one of them was if you dedicate your life to helping the brokenhearted, you'll face brokenheartedness and that's mm-hmm. just a reality. And um, I think that's a daunting aspect of it too. Like, all right, God, I'm going out on a limb um, and fighting this evil and I know I'm going to see a lot of things I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even on the front lines. I think that's something to to realize too, like I'm in an office fighting this and I feel the, the daunting and the disheartening of it all. And they're like, our partners are on the front line seeing this yeah. every day, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think you're somebody who
0: encompasses empathy well and can try your best to understand, um, you know, the horrors that these women, children, and even men. Have faced, yeah, absolutely, and it is daunting because it's there's so many things that um, kind of go into human trafficking. So many things um, impact it, you know, pornography. We talked about, um, you know, even culture can. So yeah, it's 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 a giant that you have to tackle and have to face every day when you're coming into work, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think one thing I, I, um, when I have hard days in all of this, sometimes I'll just be like, I'm fighting a monster. I and that know. sounds so silly, but it, you can feel it. Sometimes you're yeah. like, I'm fighting things that, yes, we can see and things we can't see, you mm-hmm. know. Um, mm-hmm. But all that to say, like, we we can't handle all of this darkness on our own, but Mm -hmm. Jesus has given us the ability to, you know, he equips Mm -hmm. us and gives us strength and peace that passes all understanding, um, to continue the work. And like I said, I'm not even on the front lines, you know, like I can't even imagine what they go through. And that's for the people listening, like they need prayer, they need strength from Jesus and, you know, they'll do it regardless of praise, Mm but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a reminder to, to always think of them and those on the front lines helping with this. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, what made it,
0: you know, it's one thing to have a conversation with somebody um, and they just tell, you "No, know, hey, I'm working for an organization that fights human trafficking, but it's another thing to actually do the research and see, you know, photos of our partners, you know, doing what they're doing. And when you put a face to the stories that you hear, that makes all a difference, I think. Absolutely. So I think for me, you know, as an intern, you hear it, but then as I'm doing more work, as I'm doing more research, as we're reaching out to more partners, you're seeing what this truly is. Jacqueline, you also, when we talked about what you hope to gain out of this um, campaign, you brought up the allies, um, the Freedom 424 allies. Can you speak more to that?
1: Yeah. So our 424 Ally program is our monthly giver program, and we the the four two four part of it obviously freedom four twenty four but it's we're asking people to use twenty four dollars to bring freedom all year long so um, we've mentioned this on past podcasts and um, we mentioned it a lot but our organization was founded on you know twenty four dollars can free a girl for a whole day now that's never something we actually. Did We didn't buy a girl for 24 hours, but we use that concept to say $24 can free a girl in Thailand for one day. What could we do for $24 to free someone for a lifetime in, in any country in the United States, in India, Thailand, or Uganda? Um, so we ask people to give $24 or more a month um, to be a 424 ally. Um, there's a lot of great things that come with that. Um, you get free two free tickets to our freedom gala, a t-shirt, um, a decal, um, exclusive updates on what we're doing and different things like that. Um, but our 424 allies are the ones who take the next step in fighting for freedom all year long.
0: Can you both just tell me a little bit about yourself and how you found out about Freedom 424 and how you found, about, found out about the Ally program?
2: So uh, we are a family of six. My name is Ryan Smith, this is Cassie Smith, my wife. We have a family of four. We have four kids, ages four and under, four, three, two, one.
1: Wow! <laughs> uh, uh,
2: it's loud and busy at our house, and uh, we keep we keep busy for sure with all the kids running around. Mm, but uh, yeah. we live in Frederick, Maryland. Okay. Uh, and go to a church locally here called Mountain View uh, Community Church, and. We've been actively working with Freedom 424 for several years now, and Cassie can kind of share some of the background on that uh, a little bit more.
3: Yeah, so I grew up in Durwood, Maryland, and actually went to church with Christine, and her dad was the pastor of the church that I went to.
0: Really? So you knew Christine... For how like how long have you known Christine then? Forever?
3: Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so when she started the um, program and all of that, that's kind of how I heard about it. I don't think I heard about it when it initially started, but um, just over time, learned more and more as, as it kind of like, caught more ground and got bigger. And that's kind of how we got connected with it originally.
0: Wow. So did you know about human trafficking before Christine told you about her t-shirt selling or did you hear about the t-shirt selling and then human trafficking? How did that work out?
3: Well, I think I kind of always knew about it Mm -hmm. just you know, being aware of things like that and just knowing things that are going on in the world. But I think, you know, what Christine did was made it more personal and kind of connected you with it more clearly. Hmm. Um, For me too, I think I learned more about it when I was older Um, out of college learning about you know programs and locally that get connected with it too so you learn more about it the more you look into it and you the more you research into it I think for me I didn't realize how big of a problem it is uh, locally and also internationally obviously Mm -hmm. but I didn't realize how much of a problem it is here Um, as in in Maryland or or just
0: America as a whole
3: just America yeah. yeah Freedom 424, it sounds like, has
0: always been on your radar in a way. Mm-hmm. You've always been active knowing what was going on. So then when the Ally program began, when you heard about that, was that an instant, yes, we want to get involved? Tell me a little bit about how you got involved with that program.
2: So we had been involved with Freedom 424 for several years before the Allied program started up. And so we they're one of the major groups we always try and work with because we it's an important cause to us as a family. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that we've prayed for and kind of been a part of for a long time. So uh, when the Allied program came up, it made sense to us to make more of a commitment where instead of waiting till the end of the year when we've like saved up what we've done to give, we'd rather partner with them throughout the year be giving continuously so that they know and can kind of have that commitment that allows that you guys then at or Freedom 424 at that point to kind of know what money's there as opposed mm. to kind of the question mark of what might come at the end of the year or what might mm-hmm. come when you, you know, some money comes in. We can make more of a commitment of what we have throughout the year so that they can have a more sustained support. Mm-hmm. It seemed to make sense from like a business standpoint. If if I'm a business, I'd like to know how much money I have coming in each <laughs> month to allow me to make my commitment to what they can do. So we figured right. logically and we prayed on it. And it, as a family, felt we could make a push to make that commitment every month as opposed to just waiting for when we had the influx of mm-hmm. cash. Mm,
0: that's excellent. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's very insightful, and I totally see your perspective on that, and I think a lot of people can learn from your point of view as well. But I'm just thinking you have children who are, they're four, six, wait, they're what, two, six, four, and two?
2: Four, three, two, one.
0: Four, three, two, one. Oh, okay, wonderful. <laughs> so it's different ages, but they're all very young. What are you both doing? I mean, when is is there is there a time that's too early to educate them would you say i mean what can y'all speak to how you're raising awareness maybe within your own home with your children
2: um i think one of the things that we're doing right now is more to try and get them to understand that there's people out there in need mm-hmm. and whether that be uh just poverty or if it's through human trafficking we're trying to make them aware that at that age they're, it's still very young like the concept of being taken by somebody absolutely. else absolutely hard for them to yes, grasp at yes. this point but I think if we can teach them that there's other people who need help we have things we can give others to help them and and kind of take on the element of there's people out there who need us and your life is not your own to give. You you can be out there to help others like and use that and use your time, use your god-given abilities to help others. And that's I think a focus that Cassie and I have tried to put into our children's minds. We try and serve with them. We do activities Granted, they're generally not the most challenging things, but rake leaves, you know, and they mostly Mm -hmm. jump in the leaf piles, but at least they (laughs) are part of it. Mm -hmm. They feel like they're doing something. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we can get them involved early to where it's a part of their life, as opposed to something they have to learn to add later, Mm -hmm. always have that be a part of their life, then I think it'll you can generationally somewhat change the thought process Mm -hmm. and kind of get them involved to make a bigger difference. For sure.
0: Now, Freedom 424, right now, we have this campaign called Compelled, Her Justice, My Burden. And Cassie and Wren, I would love for you both to answer this individually in the sense of what are you doing personally to carry her burden? And that could be as a mom, as a father, as a friend, um, or just simply as, as being a human, what are you doing to carry her burden?
3: I think for me, one of the major commodities we have in any given day is um, our time and our, our um, focus. And so for me, being able to give... Prayer and time to a cause like Freedom 424 really pushes me to think outside of my comfort bubble. (laughs) And challenge myself and know that there's a lot of things um, outside of my home that need my attention and need that I should be focused on and worried about and actively seeking to be a part of. And so for, for me, especially with little kids, you only get so much time with kids, but I also want my kids to know what is important and what Christ really pushes us to care for and care about. So, you know, if I can model that to my kids, then I know that they'll know that that's important too, as they grow up. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I think being able to pray for those causes and support those causes uh, really um, are a way that I can take on that burden. Now that's so small compared to what these women are enduring every day. But um, for me, that's one area that I try to support and you know I
2: think personally the and it's similar to
3: how Cassie speaks to
2: it but uh, I think a lot of it is just not letting yourself forget about it it it's easy for us to go about our life I don't see it every day I can kind of shelter myself from it so to not let myself forget to be on it And to try and make sure that I'm actively trying to use some of my time, all of these to to help others and to be pushing towards something and don't get comfortable with it. I think that's the way we've tried to do it and tried to push ourselves, uh, both financially and with our time to try and make a difference Yeah. you know, our kids are, I think, are a big re- way for us to make a big influence as well, because if we can change the way they do things and make empower them, then we're going to have more reach than maybe we just even would with ourselves. For sure. So it's a small thing, but it's, I think, a way that Cassie and I think we can make impact, a, yeah. A, yeah, a more lasting impact.
0: Well, thank you both so much for taking time out of your day to just sit down, talk a little bit about the program. I know you two have been generous donors for Freedom 424 for quite some time. So we just want to thank you both so much for what you do, um, for what you are doing in your own community too, and also within your own family. Um, It means so much to us and we know that it's going to make an impact for generations to come. So thank you so very much for what you guys have been doing. If you are interested in joining us in the fight to end human trafficking, please visit our website at freedom424.org. We have many ways to get involved, such as trips, fundraisers, and becoming a Freedom 424 ally. Your support of $24 or more a month helps women with medical expenses, food, and education. So consider becoming an ally today to help these exploited women. And as always, we are active on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Freedom 424. Thank you for listening.